Warning, the following podcast contains sexually explicit and violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. A prestigious college in a small town on the American East Coast. A former monastery turned into a Christian dormitory. Male and female students inhabiting separate houses. It should be the safest place to get your education were it not for the fact that some students are true monsters. John Becker playing Kylie, Yorin playing Morgana, and Monica playing Sam and Fuck Mary Kill, a Monster Hearts 2 game run by Tillman. Come join our Discord chat and please consider supporting Twin Cities by Night on Patreon. Let's pick it back up with Sam then. You and Jamie are walking into the main entrance of the old house. I assume you want to make sure Jamie actually does his job. Of course. So he's walking to like the right, approaching the RA's office. He's fumbling for his keychain and unlocking the door. And you are looking around and you notice, meanwhile, apparently the defiling of the plaque has happened, at least in part, as was expected. And the monks now have some mustaches drawn on. Some of them have like penises on their robes. There's some writing. Sam, I think, would look at the whole defacing the plaque thing as like really childish and immature. Like, I don't think he's somebody that would take part in it. And he would probably think a bigger prank would have made more sense. So as they walk past it, he probably looks at it just kind of sighs out a chuckle like <laughs> and shakes his head and uh says to jamie is this really the best you guys could come up with uh honestly i really have nothing to do with that i just don't really pay attention oh right yes yeah i'm sure you had nothing to do with that right because an ra would not facilitate for such a thing to happen i facilitate many things but not quite that i'm just the guy who weasels around meisner when it comes to like responsibility Right. So you saw nothing, you heard nothing, but you'll send out an email to everyone to please stop drawing dicks on the monks? That is what he asked me to do. And then tomorrow he will ask me to send out an email asking everyone to chip in for the cleaning crew. Oh, yes, because obviously they're not getting enough out of us from tuition and all the other extra little fees that they pad their pockets with. They can't afford, what, some sort of remover to get Sharpie off? I really don't make the decisions, you know. He holds up a piece of paper and uh, lets you read it real quick. And it describes basically what you have shown him. He added things like, a student uh, found what appears to be a rotten animal corpse. We are unsure if this is a prank. We believe it's not from someone who was attending the party. Sam looks at it just to make sure that there's no names listed on it. Like, you know, his name isn't on there. And uh, he nods and says, oh, I hope they don't make us clean those guts because I guarantee you no one has the stomach to clean that crap up. Yeah, I'd much rather clean the plaque. If given the choice, I'd go with the plaque as well. Let me see what they wrote this year. And he walks over to like the stairway that surrounds the plaque and gets closer. And he chuckles at one bit of writing. All right, this one is new. It says here, Kylie is the principal's little slut. Wait, what? And he kind of shoves him away and starts looking at the plaque. And he says, who the fuck would write that? Who the fuck wrote that? Are you lashing out physically yet? Or is this just a gentle shove? <laughs> no, just a gentle shove to see for himself what was written. Yeah, it's... Fairly bold text, not really uh, any discernible handwriting, just quickly scrawled on there with a black marker onto like a rope of one of the monks. And otherwise, you don't really know. And Jamie's still laughing about it. Although Sam is not a people person by any definition, and he does not exactly have 
many friends on campus. Part of him, usually his ego, leads him to believe that somehow he can decipher this handwriting and get to the bottom of who would write such a lie. So, you know, he's staring really closely at the plaque, trying to see if the person's left-handed or right-handed, you know, if it's script versus, you know, he's just like obsessed with it at this point. And he hears Jamie laughing and he turns around and goes, what is so funny? She's not the principal slut. What, she's not she's not the headmaster slut. She's not a slut. That's not cool, man. He he keeps laughing and like in between he's just yeah, yeah, it's, it's not cool, but yeah, uh, sorry, just it's probably the weed. Um I just let me try to calm down. Yeah, it's it's totally not cool though. We gotta get we gotta get this shit off here. What if you know she's gonna be the laughing stock and she's gonna be pissed. Man, oh man, if her father finds out about this, it's not gonna end well for anybody. This has to be off before it gets seen tomorrow. And we have to find out who the hell wrote this. Well, last I heard, Meissner put up the camera. But like, I mean, I really don't know. So at the mention of the camera, Sam kind of freezes and just makes sure that uh, he puts both his hands like on top of his head and just kind of starts patting his skull. Like just to show in case the camera's still rolling that he doesn't have a marker and he wasn't taking part in any of this because his reputation is very important to him and to his family. So he just kind of turns around to face away from the plaque and just um, kind of looks around, trying not to look too obvious until he spots the camera. And then he turns back around to look at the plaque. And then he's like, Jamie, there's still a camera on us. Do you think they blocked it somehow? Like did they Sharpie the lens I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with us being on camera laughing at what's on the plaque. Uh, as you look around, you find that the camera was covered up with fake cobwebs. He's still kind of wondering if they did a good enough job. I mean, they were all drunk. So he, he just kind of, I don't know why, but he would try to talk without moving his lips too much and just say like, we got to get out of here. I don't, I don't feel comfortable. What if it looks like they covered it with like marshmallows or something, but what if it's still, you know, what if they didn't cover up the whole lens? Just a little quarter of an inch slit could tell a lot. And I don't want us to be on camera on here. It's not going to look good for us. Yeah. Okay. I'll throw this thing and he waves the paper at you that he showed you earlier uh, into the letterbox. Is this really that urgent? The body or the plaque? The plaque at this point. Uh, Hmm. He pulls out his phone and he sends Kylie a quick text that says, I think you have a problem on your hands. And then he's going to take a picture of the section of the plaque that said that about her and send it as his next text and say, was trying to get Jamie to write up a report about that animal body. And we walked past and noticed this since you were kind of joining in with the plaque. Did you, can you think of anybody who would have written this about you? I would assume, Kylie, you, Jennifer, and Ryan are actually about to like head back to the party or on your way already. So if you want, we can just say you storm in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Kylie gets the text. Sam sees the, the three dots kind of writing it. She's like furiously writing, like, I'll be right there. And she kind of like makes a beeline straight for the plaque. Yeah. So now you're five people surrounding the plaque and you uh, also see that very bold black writing. Kylie is the principal's little slut. What do you make of it? Try not to go into that like panic mode too much of the fight or flight, because obviously Kylie knows that's true, but she's taken good good steps in her mind to make sure that nobody else really knows about it but she'll look to jen with like a side eye because it's like that's her closest friend who might actually know something and so she's like looking at her and being like you don't know anything about this do you do you want to roll to keep your cool yes i very much do would Jen know something from you or would she have to be like following you around? So if I remember how we talked about setting it up, it was something that we would do like her hooking up with the Dean is something 
she tries to make it look like it's normal that she does throughout the school day. It's not something that she would per se talk to anybody else about because, you know, like she knows how that's going to look. So yeah, anybody who does know, at least in Kylie's mind, would have to follow her to find out that that's what she's doing or maybe happened in on the wrong at the wrong time of day. So yeah. Okay. I'll roll. Sorry. Is this a cold roll? Yes. All right. I rolled an 11. Okay. That's good. You can take one forward for your next dice roll and you can ask me a question to gain insight into the situation. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to talk this out and kind of help would be appreciated. Obviously Kylie's going to be trying to figure out who wrote this. Yeah, I'm really not sure what to ask. Like, of course, I'd love to glean more information, but I'm not really sure how I would go about doing that. And I know it's not your job per se to tell me how to do that. <laughs> Girls, I, I do mean, you it, have it any kind thought? of is. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, I mean, you can always ask me, uh, how do I go about that? Essentially, we could turn it around and I'm, I'm now asking you what would be like your enemy list. <laughs> so you have a group of loyal friends. And Sam is currently one of them. But who would be on your enemy list? Who wouldn't you trust? So, for example, you've got Alicia, who's currently mm -hmm. the council president. Yeah, that would be the first person who comes to her mind who would have a reason, how, who she feels would have a reason, whether or not that's true or not. Erica could be another person on your list because she is infamous for wanting to keep everyone adhering to the rules. And I think we said at some point that that does not really rhyme with what you want to do. Right. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense that Erica and Kylie would butt heads on that sort of thing. I also see that like Erica is an overachiever, so that and I also might... feel feeds into that. Sorry, what were you going to say? I said it might not, oh, I wanted to say that it might not make sense for this specific case, but it does make sense if Erica is on a I don't like this person list for Kylie. Yeah. And I'm trying to, I feel like having a third person would be really good, but I can't think of another student per se that would fit that bill. I'm looking through the NPCs myself right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. This sounds terrible, but like looking at Jamie, there might be some like Kylie and him have kind of butt heads in the past against she's, she's, likes that greasing the wheels and getting away with stuff and maybe he finds her annoying because she tries to push him too hard and it sounds like he's really laid back and doesn't want to do a ton like he just wants nothing exciting to happen so he can just be and do his own thing and not have to babysit anybody so yeah those will be that will be the the three people that come to her mind when she starts to start thinking about this now I'm wondering what insight I can give you. <laughs> okay, let me go with this. One of them must be it. You feel that it must be one of those three. Okay, okay. And Jamie's currently still there for questioning. <laughs> he's no longer laughing, but as you rush in, he's like, ah, shit, okay, Kylie, I'm, I'm sorry this happened, but like someone wrote this on the plaque. And looking at it, he again can't help but snicker a little bit. So Sam and I, we just walked here. I, I really have nothing to do with it. You know that. Uh, actually, I don't know that. You seem to find it very funny that somebody wrote that on there. She'll look to Ryan because he had mentioned that the two of them were hanging out earlier. Has he been hanging out with you the whole time at the party? Uh, who are you asking that? I'm asking Can... Ryan that. Uh, so Ryan kind of shrugs like, not really... I wanted to catch a breath and then Jamie was there and we we smoked together a little bit and then Sam here had something come up. I don't know. I was walking along by the chapel with my friend uh, and he struggles for a second to remember what name he gave, Bethany. And we came across this weird, like, looks like some sort of animal carcass, really stinky stuff. Obviously a tripping hazard, obviously unsightly in sight and smell. So I went to report it to Jamie. I found him and Ryan on the trampoline outside the dorms, just, you know, doing their thing. I pulled them aside to discuss what I saw so that it could be reported 
so that hopefully by tomorrow morning it's taken care of. And uh, he was going to write up the report. And as we were walking over, we came across the plaque. So Jamie uh, lays his arm onto your shoulder, Skyly, and he's like trying to calm you down in a way. He says, look, you know, there's going to be cleanup tomorrow. Can't we just let it slide? So some asshole wrote this here. Why, why does it matter so much? Knowing what he's trying to do to just like, because this is, she's been in this position with him several times over the last couple weeks. Well, if it's not such of a big deal, then you wouldn't mind unlocking Meisner's office for me so I can take a look and see what's on that camera. I am trying to get him to do something either with, with my bot loyalty, like I'd be willing to offer him something that he would probably want. Uh, I don't have any strings on him. Oh yeah, bot loyalty is a really good move. So you would yeah. offer him a string and tempt him to do something that you want. Uh, he kind of rolls his eyes a little bit. You know, I can't do that. I know you would rather sleep in tomorrow morning. So, you know, maybe I might see about somebody else and she'll like look at Ryan to volunteer to take up your position on the cleanup crew. Mm. All right. You handle Meissner in the morning. Okay. Yeah, that, that sounds good. And he escorts you still arm on your shoulder to the office, uh, grabs for his keychain and unlocks the door. Please be quick about it and don't do anything really stupid. Oh, you don't have to worry about me, Jamie. I'll go back outside. You let me know when I gotta like lock the door again. Okay. So once Kylie's in the office, I know you mentioned like a, a webcam that was it was covered with some spider webs. And and the webcam itself is in the office, right? So it would have been behind a locked door. Um no, I was assuming he was like running a cable out of the doorway to mount the webcam kind of basically MacGyver-esque to the wall so that it points at the end of the hallway. Oh it's not a gosh. good system at all. No, no. <laughs> Had I realized that, that would have been Kylie's idea. <laughs> For ever, whatever reason, when I heard you describe it to begin with, I assumed that it was like, there's the door and then there's a window with the security wire through it. And that's where like the camera would be on that side of the the glass okay. my lacking descriptions sorry <laughs> no worries you know like we should be asking questions too so all right so yeah i guess that means i have to get on the computer here's hoping that it's unlocked yeah so the room around you is full of like paper stacks there's a toolbox in the corner uh, it's a really cramped office of sorts the computer appears to be really old you are surprised to find that it, that it doesn't have a CRT um, monitor. So it's in the flat screen age, but very tiny. Yeah, you wiggle the mouse and it does, in fact, not have a password. You uh, just have to like click and then it opens up and you're presented with like recording software. And currently you basically just see blurry cobwebs in front of the camera. Okay. So, and it looks like it's actively recording? It is. Sweet. Okay, so she'll she'll try to figure out, like going through file at the top of the application and see if there's a way to see the recording. If she has to stop it for a moment, she will. So she can go back and see what happened. Yeah, okay. Um, let's just say you do what is necessary and you're skipping through. It's really hard to make things out. But you do see like omens walking in front of that sheen of cobwebs. You find the scene where the cobwebs are applied and you're not really sure who's doing it because someone is essentially standing in the doorway and you see a broom handle coming up that pushes cobwebs over the webcam. And at some point it's deemed effective and well, people go about their ways. In that scenario, you're not sure... Um, the person who wrote the text was actually in that group. You assume that group, those were the people that drew like mustaches and penises. And you skip around a little bit more 
given that I can't see a ton of detail, which makes sense, would it be, would I be able to at least see, oh, there's, there's a body there and then there's not, because she'd be trying to get a sense of, well, how many people were there? Mm -hmm. You can definitely get that. And you're pretty sure you have like the exact moment and it was like one person. Was it that long ago? No, not really. Okay. Okay, so it was one person, and then the other thing that I would try to figure out is how many people saw it after that. Oh, now, hmm, interesting. Yeah. You're not quite sure, but you do see some people, like, walking back and forth, especially to, like, the bathroom area. And as they walk by and pause uh, on the way, you, you would be assuming that they are looking at the plaque. So, yeah, a few people have seen it, probably. Okay. Mm. Okay. I let you ponder a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Do we you have come... a plan now? No, I don't have a plan. So I'll a, a moment or two would be nice. You can switch to somebody else. Okay, let's switch to Morgana. I believe you also wanted to get back to the party. Yes, mm-hmm. I would. So did you like want to hang out with the crowd outside in the chill area of sorts? Yeah, I think so. I think after everything that Morgana has seen tonight, first a drunk Erica, then a drunk Megan, then the whole thing with Alicia, and then the whole thing with Lydia, and then the whole thing in the forest, she's just looking to chill somewhere. So I'm assuming you walk down the stairs out uh, outside. At first, you are immediately confronted with Jamie, who is now sitting on the entrance steps. It appears he's smoking a joint again. There seems to be like a crowd of like Kylie's click in the entrance way and Sam's also there. Is Jamie sitting in a spot where if I were to sit next to him, I could observe that from a distance? Yeah, definitely. You could like look over your shoulder every now and then as to what is happening. Yeah, I think she's just going to sit down to next to Jamie then. Hey, party over for you? You changed. Eh, it's that point of the evening where, you know, lingerie is just getting uncomfortable. All right, all right. So I was gone for like an hour or so. What did I miss? Did you get some? <laughs> I wish, no. <laughs> oh, too bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you want to drag? And he offers you to join. Yes, please. Thank <laughs> you. Cool. Thought you'd never offer. <laughs> Sorry. He hands it over to you. Yeah, she just takes a big swig of it. A swig of a joint? <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking like a swig of it is not what you say. <laughs> a drag <Interesting>. of it. <laughs> no, so she takes it and then she takes a big drag of it. Oh, I, I just recall. Um, I... Oh, you money, or like, I believe in turn, I owe it to Alicia. How do you want me to handle that? No, no, no. What you're meaning to say, as she blows out the smoke, is that you owe me a favor and that you owe Alicia money. Yeah, that too. What was that again? Dude, not the time. I have no freaking clue what I said back then. I'll figure it out tomorrow or something. Alicia's gone to bed anyway. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't want to forget. He fishes around in his pocket and gets his wallet out and gives you a handful of cash. Is that is that enough? Is it? I think it, I bet it is like slightly too much. Yeah, it's like 250-ish. She flips the bills through her fingers a bit and then she's like, eh, close enough. Yeah, I'll get it to Alicia tomorrow. Right, please do. Because... I plan to sleep in. I've made arrangements. So I don't want anyone knocking on my door because of money issues. So spill the beans. Who 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 is going to make sure that Jamie DRA sleeps in on the party on the day after the party? Who's the who's the lucky person? I got Kylie. Wait. So you and and Kylie? Wait. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, geez, no. She's stepping in for me in RA position, I guess. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, no, I've 
burnt my fingers on pretty much everyone here, I believe. And I'm no longer in that game. Ah, that's a shame. So you seem like rather laid back. Yeah, I think most of my energy is spent for tonight. I have I don't have energy to be uptight anymore. I'm just done with the day. But I'm in that zone where you don't want to go to bed yet because it feels too early. Yeah, yeah. But like I could hook you up if you want with someone, if you want weed more regularly, maybe. I think she laughs at that. It's like, nah. I know that if I need anything, I can always come to you and then it will all be okay. I don't need to be hooked up with anyone. I'm not going to use it that often. All right. Whichever way you prefer. I prefer to have my contacts and I prefer to know them. So here is it back. Thanks. And I think she's going to sit there for a bit, trying to like trying to catch what the hell, what the hell is going on at the plaque without actually going there okay um <laughs> how would you want to do that yeah that's that's what i was thinking as well i guess i just want to be lucky and hear over here a little thing but if that's not possible then that's not possible <laughs> okay let's see how kylie resolves the situation then as you come out of the office <laughs> well not too much information could be found out. She's just kind of like staring at the lettering on the plaque. This isn't good. And I don't like it. He's going to lean in and say, I really think it was Jamie. When we came up on the plaque, he thought it was really funny that quote unquote someone wrote this. And when I called him out on it, he said it was the weed, but he was fine enough earlier on. He only burst out laughing when he saw that particular comment. And the way the writing looks, it's it's rushed, it's sloppy, just like Jamie. He's, it's possible it was him. I want to know for sure who it was, because whoever it is, I want to get them back. And I will gladly help you do that. Hmm. With that, she'll like put her hand on his upper arm and shoulder and give him a nice little squeeze. And like, I'm so glad to hear that. How do you propose we find out who did this? Well, as much as I hate it, we're going to need to keep it up until it's cleaned up tomorrow. I was thinking about just etching it out, but I want people to see it and I want people to talk about it. <sighs> when she said that, Sam kind of nods. He had been thinking this whole time of a way that he could use one of his claws to just, you know, scratch it out of the plaque. So it's a good thing he waited for her. Otherwise, she would have probably been pissed at him. What I do know is that it was just one person who wrote it. And unfortunately, too many people have seen it now to cover it up. So the best thing that I can think of is to get people to start talking. And, uh, you know, we're still at a party. Now might be a good time to start asking questions. She starts getting like a devious smile and excited about this. Sam smirks right back at her because he's of the same mindset of just that same deviousness. And he still thinks he's a detective somehow. So he really thinks he's going to crack this case. And he says, you know what? I think you've got a great idea. I don't know. Do you want to ask the guys and I'll ask the girls maybe and as he turns around he sees that Morgana's just suddenly there with Jamie smoking a joint and he kind of squints he's like she's back uh is she friends with you all of a sudden or something looking down to see who he's talking about Morgana Ah, I mean we talk do you think we can rope her in to help us with this or is she gonna be all helped out for the day Hmm. Let me talk to her. I, I think I can make it sound fun for her. All right. I'll uh, follow your lead. I would think that as the two of you discuss Morgana and stare at her, she feels like the hair in the back of her neck prick up and she turns slightly and she notices something's going on. I will just stare at them and wait. They will come to me. Uh, she's sitting with Jamie right now, right? Perfect. So I'll use that as an excuse to get Morgana alone to talk to her about this. Uh, so Kylie will go ahead and um, walk down the hall, come up to Jamie and be like, all right, I'm done in there. Why don't you go lock up? 
Of course, mistress. He stands up and <laughs> approaches the door to lock it. And with the big smiley, like smiling face up until like he kind of leaves the area, like she immediately drops it and sits down next to Morgana and goes, I have a bit of a problem. And I was wondering if you'd be able to help me out with it. What? Did somebody hurt the princess? Not, not quite, but they're uh, definitely trying to ring, drag my title through the mud. On the plaque, somebody decided to vandalize it, calling me a little slut for the dean. <sighs> Probably just some prank. What are you worried about? People are being called sluts every day. Right, but there's definitely more um, of an issue when it's being called out towards the dean of the college. You know, and I don't like how that might affect my student council status. Fine. Fine. What do you want? I'm confident that it was only one person who did it, and I have it narrowed down to three people. I'm wondering if you can help me figure out who. I'm either thinking as Jamie, Alicia, or Erica. Okay. So before I go about this, wasn't it for me? All right, so let's let's talk about that, because I feel like that's something Kylie would know, like she would know the sorts of things that you would like, but I'm not 100% sure what those would be. Okay, so the things that Morgana likes are reading occult stuff, anything from the occult store is basically good. She likes music as well, and she has kind of a fashion sense going on, but a very peculiar and personal fashion sense which mostly is dark colors and slightly loose fitting clothing you know she can also sing so maybe that's something and you know that she likes to get stuff from people yeah i was gonna get on that point uh, morgana you know you can like get more influence here through kylie and maybe even in a way that kylie doesn't exactly understand so that could be oh. an option to like okay. get more of a grip on the people around you, experiment more with your magic. Yeah, I get where you're going, I think. So is there something that Kylie has that she li- that that she obviously likes but doesn't value extremely highly? I mean, you can make something up on the spot if you want. Something like that necklace you wore or something like that. True. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's going to turn to Kylie and say, "I, you got me that Blackstone necklace the other week. And I believe that you have a pair of earrings that would fit very, very nicely with that. I'd like those. Oh, damn, girl, you got good style. Kind of like elbow her a little bit. You bet. I'll have those for you tomorrow. Perfect. So what's it you need? At that, Sam is going to just kind of force himself into the conversation and say, well, you already know what they wrote about her. Clearly, it's not true. And the last thing she needs is somebody investigating her just because somebody tied her name to Miser's pants. So as I understand it, you're a bit of a uh, spiritualist of sorts. I am. You could also just say that I'm a witch. I didn't know if that was derogatory, but fine. You're a witch. I'm from Salem. I am the witch from Salem. How obvious do I have to make it? He just raises an eyebrow and tries to control his face so it doesn't show how ridiculous he thinks that is. But he says, right, right. Uh, I have the perfect plan and all I need is for help from you ladies to get some stuff from the women but hear me out i can go into jamie's room look at his comb look at his brush take some of his hair you can take that hair do whatever gobbledygook it is you do and see if he did it and if it's not him then you guys can go into the girls dorms take the women's hair god knows it gets everywhere it shouldn't be that hard and then see if it's one of them I'm willing to try it with hair, but I think for Jamie, his favorite lighter would work much better. You know, it has more of his essence in it. 
Right. More essence than pure raw DNA. Makes perfect sense. Uh, He's enough of a stoner that I'm pretty sure he wouldn't miss it if it got lost. He would miss it tomorrow, but I think we can get something together before then. Well, he did say he was sleeping in. I'm pretty sure now that he's baked, he's just going to go lay down and, you know... I have watched enough crime shows. I think I can pickpocket my way into his room. Okay, Mr. Detective Guy, get on the case. I'm on it. So you have made your plans. Are you pursuing any of them like right now? That depends on whether I get the stuff. At least the women, it would be very easy to gather their things, I would think. Yeah, so you know, or like Morgana knows, Alicia has gone to bed. Jamie is, of course, currently winding down, probably not going to be staying up much, much longer. But yeah, you're not sure about Erica. Did I happen to see Erica while we were si- while I was sitting next to Jamie? No, you would assume she's either still downstairs or maybe she has gone to her room at some point. You're not quite certain. Well, if Sam wants to get into Jamie's room tonight, I could go distract Jamie, asking him about details for tomorrow and kind of delaying him going and winding down for bed. And in the meantime, I could have Jennifer or Ryan kind of look and look around the area and see if they see Erica still up. Sam's going to jump in and say, well, I saw Jamie with Ryan on the trampoline smoking. So I'm assuming he would have his lighter on him, on his person currently. So if that's what we want to do, then maybe while you have Jamie's attention, see if you can kind of feel the lighter on him, you know, get your hands on him or something, or ask him to borrow it for something and just conveniently forget to return it. Well, I'm going to need to set up some things in my room. So once you have those things, you can come to my room. And I think Morgana is going to rush off to her room to prepare a ritual space. Okay, let's maybe go there first. Can I do a thing while I'm heading there? Because yeah. yeah, because we share, all women share the same hallway. So it would be very easy for me to just knock on Erica's door. So I'm going to do that while I'm heading to my room. Yeah, you walk down the hallway of the new house. You knock on Erica's door. And you listen real close. But you believe she's either like passed out entirely or not there. You also don't see any like light uh, under the door, but you probably didn't expect to either way. You do hear some light laughter from Lydia's room. Is it only female laughter? Is it male and female laughter? Yeah, yeah, both probably. I'm not going to do anything with it yet. I'm just going to file that information away for a convenient moment. And I'm going to text Kylie that Erica doesn't seem to be in her room. But, you know, she might be extremely passed out because she was super drunk. Thumbs up emoji. So, Morgana, you wanted to prepare a ritual space. How do you go about that? Yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to clear out all the furniture or at least push it to the sides as much as possible. Grab the uh, blanket or grab the tapestry again that I had laid down before. Lay that down again. Light about 10 candles, some of which too close to other things. But eh, it has never burned down anything before, so it will be fine. Turn off any electrical lights that were on to let me light all those candles. Um Grab a bowl that I have standing somewhere, fill it up with water that I cleansed in the moonlight and wait, because that's most of the things that I have to do. Oh, and I and I want to put up some music. Um, it's that kind of music that you always find in nature stores. So it's with that big pen you used to have this in nature stores where they had like the big panel with ocean sounds and all that kind of stuff she has a cd of forest sounds with like it's it's a bit of crickets it's the wind through the trees it's a little bit of an owl in the background so to create the perfect space for her to be closest to all of her abilities 
So you're getting into your meditative state of sorts. Are you like worried at all or concerned that this is the second ritual for the night? You're tipsy, tired, stoned a little bit? I feel like the fact that she is stoned or a little bit stoned might actually cancel out a little bit of the worry. There is, of course, the undertone of worry. Something in the back of her brain is going, uh-uh, you shouldn't do this. This is the second time in the night. And they're basically asking you to do this three times. Are you sure about this? This could be very, this could go super wrong. But then there is the mellowness that is slowly creeping in from the weed like 20 minutes ago. It's like, no, everything will be fine. It has never backfired before. It will be fine. And I think that is the voice that she's currently actively listening to. Magic is cool. Let's do magic. Pretty much. Okay, let's cut back to the other group. I'm not sure exactly how we left off, but I believe you two were like still together and Jennifer and Ryan were around at least. Yeah, I I text Jennifer to be like, hey, can you keep an eye out for Erica for me? Let me know if you see her. Okay, yeah. Let's just say uh, you hear back from her that she's downstairs and you get a second text. Um, pretty wasted, uh, talking up to Alessandro, who keeps mixing her drinks. Definitely filing that away. I didn't share this earlier, but Alessandro's on her shit list and she will be figuring out something to retaliate against him because he messed with, with Megan and that's not cool. That's my person. Okay, cool. Got that. Yeah, she's my property. Oh boy. <laughs> I'll go ahead and start schmoozing up to Jamie. Just kind of like, I'll sh walk up to Jamie, touch lightly on the shoulder, bring that down along his elbow and just kind of like squeeze him and rotate him. So if he was talking to somebody, now I'm the center of his attention and you know, look him up and down, go... Oh, you're not heading to bed soon, are you? Well, I didn't exactly plan on it. I mean, party is winding down for me, but, you know, things come up. So I'd be probably busy a little more. Ryan said that you had uh, some really good stuff, and I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss out on it. Do you want to roll your turn someone on move, by the way? Because yes. it really does seem like you're doing that right now. <laughs> yeah. And I, so I could just imagine he's like, what the fuck is going on? Because she's gone from like being a bitch to like, now she's flirting with me? What? <laughs> this is a campy 90s series, so anything could happen. All right. I rolled a 12. Okay. So you gain a string on Jamie. Please note that down. Sorry, and I just realized that it should have been a... Like, the, the game plus one forward, that has to go on the next roll, right? Or do I... I think so. Okay, so it would have been a 13 instead. But, okay. I mean, it's going to be relatively the same response. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, you gain a string. And for Jamie, I will choose... Uh, he can give himself to you. He can promise something he thinks you want. Or he gets embarrassed and acts awkward. Well, I know I'm going for the the lighter, mm -hmm. so... But he doesn't know that. <laughs> right, he doesn't know that. But you asked specifically for, like, weed. That's true. So, mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, of course. Didn't know you're into it, but yeah, of course. He reaches into one of his uh, pockets and fishes out a baggie of weed and also, like, papers and tobacco. Okay, so, like, how much... I'm I already a good way in, so I'm feeling not not that much. A little bit's fine. I don't need to add too much spice to the evening. Just enough to get a good hit. All right, all right. So he starts, like, assembling the joint. He holds it out for you to, I guess, cup your lip around. Fishes for his slider and lights it up for you. So as as soon as he gets his lighter out... Because that's what I was told to grab. And I assume that the one that he has on him is his favorite one. Watch, it's one of those cheapo, like, $2 ones. So as soon as he, like, fishes it out of his pocket, she'll, like, quickly grab for it and be like, oh, what a cool lighter, grabbing it out of his hands. Yeah, okay, if you say so. Okay. Um, so so with it, she'll, she'll kind of light it up and, you know, like, try to be more distracting with the joint. And secretly, like, slyly slip the lighter into her pajama pants pocket. 
Yeah, you like share the joint. He's pretty relaxed at this point. So did you like figure out who wrote the thing or did the cobwebs work out for you? Uh, for my, uh, I don't know, for whoever. <laughs> yes, and to make sure you're not the one who was caught on camera. Like it tried to play up the, the jokey aspect of it. Me? I wasn't nowhere near that thing. Oh, really? What have you been up to all night? Well, I was downstairs for a while, handed off everything to Alessandro. Pretty sure he's got it figured out. He He's having fun. Headed outside with Ryan and yeah, just winding down. She'll take one slow, long drag, release it. Well, you enjoy the rest of your winding down. I'm going to go enjoy what's left of this party. Really? You're going to go already? We just, we just started here. I got places to be. And you just leave me hanging. Yeah, I'm not leaving you too hanging. You're going to be able to sleep in tomorrow. Have fun with that. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm going to enjoy that. My son's not going to be in a good mood, I'll tell you that. You'll have to sweet talk and charm him. That's just kind of like realizing what she really promised. And she's like, fuck, I don't want to deal with the teacher, essentially. Or one of the real adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll be fine. Thanks for the heads up, though. I mean, I've, it's going to be fine, but like, he's going to put on a little bit of a show. Don't take on too much responsibility from him. Yeah, yeah. She'll just kind of walk away, start looking for Sam. Was that the plan? Or am I taking the lighter to Morgana? I don't quite recall what the plan was. <laughs> I don't think he said give it to me to then give it to Morgana. I think it was just to get it to Morgana. Okay. Then, yep. Yeah, if that's the next step, she'll head back up to the dorms to pass it off. So when you get close to Morgana's room, you smell the familiar smell of her favorite incense wafting into the hallway underneath the door. Uh, you smell the molten wax of candles. And when you knock on her door, you can also hear that there is sound on the inside. So when she opens up, her room is a little bit uh, filled with the incense smoke because it, incense is pretty powerful and her dorm is not that big. So you have the thing. Whoa, Whoa that's... That's stronger than what I just had. Yeah, um, here, here you go. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna go back down to the party. Oh, let me know if you need anything else. You're welcome to stay. But if you don't want to show, then you don't want to show. That's fine. Well, shit. Now you have me intrigued. You ask a witch to do a witchy thing. I'm not gonna hold back on that. You know what? Okay, I'm gonna do this. Uh, I will text Sam. And let him know that Erica is being fed drinks by Alessandro and she might need an escort back to her room. Just as a heads up, I'm going to be with Morgana. And Sam's going to respond with a wink and say, ah, got you. I'm on it. Nice. So when Kylie enters the room, Morgana will gently point her to the bed because that's the only place that she could possibly sit if she doesn't want to be inside of her ritual circle, which is not a place where Morgana wants Kylie at the moment. Do we have to wait for for Sam, for, Mitch, for Mr. Pretty Face, or can we just start? I mean, yeah, I don't think we need to wait for him. I think it's more important that he's more about the results. Right. Yeah. So you can sit over there and I'm going to just do my thing. We'll see what happens. So... She is going to sit crisscross applesauce, having the lighter in uh, in her hands. She has her hands open in front of her with the lighter in it. She's going to close her eyes and sway in little circles. And she's going to chant with the music, mostly just humming along. So it's not actually words. It's just vocalizing the sounds and becoming part of the music. And that's how she is going to try and stare into the abyss for the second time tonight. Tillman, I had a question. Can yes. I take that plus one forward on this roll as well? I would say so, yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use that. Do I get a bonus for the fact that I have a lighter? Yeah, I would also say that. Just plus one? <laughs> yes. 
I, I guess tonight is like seven is my lucky number because I rolled a seven again. So what are you asking of the abyss exactly? I'm trying to think if there is a, a wording in which I find out both what Kylie wants and maybe something more. But I don't like I don't have a time. I never asked for like what was the time range in where this has has happened. And asking for the entire evening would be too much, I think. Well, she's being paid in in uh, in a sympathetic token to get this information. So what she's going to ask is, did and she'll try and do this out loud, just so that Kylie hears her active actively ask this for the dramatic effect. Did Jamie write slut on? the plaque so you get into your trance and again into like a mixture of being in third person but also sometimes in first person from jamie's point of view i mean you follow him along what appears to be this evening and you start with your trip to the liquor store you see him reach for his pocket again not finding his wallet uh, you see him Again, later, reaching into his pocket as you sit down with him, finding his wallet and giving you $250. Uh, you see him move in and out of the RA's office and doing something with the cash deposit there. And you see him in the entrance as Lydia and Antoine walk in, both of them smiling, and you get a really cold stare from Lydia that seems off-putting. The smile doesn't really reach your eyes. And with that, your vision ends. You have not seen Jamie near the plaque at all. Uh, your seven means the abyss gives you confusing visions, but you get your answer nonetheless. Oh, and I got so much more. Oh, oh, this is bad. <laughs> this is this can be real bad if I think it is what it if it is what I think it is. Oh, that is real bad. But we're going to deal with that when I do more research. I'll so. hard cut to Sam as he walks into the party room. He hears a scream from Alessandro. Erica is slumped on the floor at the bar and there's a furious Jennifer in one corner of the room and Alessandro dumbfounded behind the bar with a scissor sticking into his biceps. Sam runs at the sound of the scream. He runs towards it. And he's not expecting to see what he actually sees. Like he thought maybe it'd be a fight or something. And when he sees Erica slumped over and then crazy bitch Jennifer having, you know, presumably stabbed Alessandro, he just kind of gets in between Alessandro and Jennifer. At this point, Sam is still shirtless because he hasn't had time to really get his himself together. And he's like, what are you doing? What the hell are you doing? You crazy bitch. Did you just stab him? And it doesn't register to him that he probably looks like Alessandro's jaded boyfriend or something getting in the way. And he said, did you just stab him? Do you like the supernatural setting in a modern world that Monster Heart brings? Our Changeling The Lost Game might be exactly what you are looking for for your next story. You'll discover what it means when you've been kidnapped by Faye, learn to live in a world that changed without you, and discover a big secret.